I see a thing that's rated. Heard about a thing that's rated. Person, place, a thing will rank anything from sea to shining sea. That thing is overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, rated fairly. So Boys, Cupid's arrow is a flight, and tonight we're going to talk about Valentine's Night. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you surround night with night? Well, no, he flight. Oh, the flight va- with night. Oh, Valentine's night. Yes, the uh, Cupid's yes. night. What's that? <laughs> oh, Cupid's flight. Okay. <laughs> I misheard you. Boys, Cupid's flight. <laughs> Is he known for flying? I feel like he just kind of hovers. He's got Cupid wings. Has wings. He's a cherub. He just kind of hovers. No, no, no. no He's no, got no. wings. You I... do. You do not. Cons- you do not think of cherubs as good flyers. <laughs> well, for, to be fair, no. But he does have wings, and wings are associated with flight. Not always. Cupid flies around on Valentine's Day, which Chicken, is what we're doing. Chickens have wings. Do they fly well? Bob, I don't know if you know this, but you can tell by the way I use my walk, I'm a chicken man. Oh, bagok, no. bagok. He did this last week, no? Why does he do this? <laughs> Cupid can fly. That's what I'm trying to say. Listen, you clucker. Get to work. <laughs> he has wings. That's all I got to say. I, I, if you have wings, you can fly. Yeah. That's not true. Chickens can fly they for can a small hover. distance. They can hover. Yeah, but guess what? You need wings to hover. Okay, let me ask you this. All right. You get on the back of a stork, or are you going to get on the back of a Cupid if you're trying to go long distance? Well, I actually don't know much about storks. <laughs> you know, Oh, so you know a lot about Cupid? Yeah, of course. Yeah, he's a little baby. He's got wings. Cherub. He's got a bow and arrow. No, he's cherub. a cherub, Josh. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, tr- is it cherub or cherubin? No, it's a cherub. I think cherubin is a thing, though, right? You trust the, the baby <laughs> Cupid to carry you somewhere. No, I trust him to shoot me in the heart with love. <laughs> Shooting, being shot in the heart with love and flying are two vastly different things, Tim. I think I'll be flying after I get shot in the heart with love. We're, we're more or less talking about Cupid's arrow being in flight, though, right? Because he launches an arrow. Well, you didn't say that, John. Well, I thought that's, that's a what I said. Completely different argument. Well, I thought I said the... Cupid's arrow is a flight. Which is why we had to do the opening <laughs> oh, to this. So... I thought you said Cupid was a flight. <laughs> I thought. I also thought that. <laughs> no, remember. These I, opening rhymes are backfiring. Off. We started Terrible. the show about three different times. <laughs> I wanted to say Cupid's arrow is a flight. Oh, so the arrow definitely is in flight. Yes. Well, yeah, for a short amount of time. Yeah. yeah. Like hovering. Just I like Cupid. Add, I, I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. With the size of that baby and his and his and the, the, the accountability of his flight, I would say that the arrow's probably longer in flight than that little chubby baby. Uh, all right, I've got another question for you guys. I'm so sorry. But is Cupid a god? Is he a god? No, like he's a some cherub. Way? No, I know he's a cherub, he's a but baby. he's like some kind of god of love. In I'm some looking up what a No, that is. Is a, the goddess of love is Athena. Uh, oh, Athena, yes. No, Athena. And the cherub, <laughs> I don't know the history of, but I can guarantee you the cherub is not a god. I think it's cherubin is the full name. I'm going to look it up. <sighs> not positive. What have, what have we done here? Oh, we ruined the opening. That's for sure. No, Why did you we've... talk about this baby? <laughs> He's a cherub. <laughs> He's a cherubin. 
Cherub. Yes. <laughs> All right. A cherub is a winged angelic being described. Angelic. Okay. Yep. It's kind of like, like you know, God's an angel. R- and, and that's fine. That's he, fine. He's in, he's in the club. <laughs> but he's not a god. No. Or, to be fair, he's not. Yeah, I would <laughs> agree with that. Depicted as a chubby, healthy-looking child <laughs> with wings. <laughs> Josh, can you find anything on cherubin? Cherubim? Cherubin <laughs> with an N. And Cher- is in Cherubim, the uh, relative of Mad Madam Mim from no, the Sword uh, of the, the Stone. The, the, the plural noun of Cherub is Cherubim with an M. Oh, my God. I'm learning so much already. And you're wrong about so much. Yes. Josh, continue <laughs> with this cast. <laughs> Sorry. God. Cherubim? No, Cherub- it's Cherubin. I'm, I'm going to look that up, too. Cherubin. Yeah. Cherubin? 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 Sounds like a kind of a deli sandwich. Mm, that sounds good. Uh, I could go for one. Cherubin. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it's an opera. Sh- you're in- thinking of Cher's right, Rubin, her signature sandwich she gets <laughs> when she plays concert halls. It's part of her demands. Don't you dig on Cher? <laughs> Do you, you believe, believe it? Oh, we, we got to watch uh, these uh, copyrights. I've never heard that song before on the record. <laughs> we don't own this song. We have to be careful. We have no I, money to play into copyrights. Absolutely none. I honestly can't believe it's Cherubim. I always thought it was Cherubim. Uh. That's Apparently insane. it's some opera. Uh, folks, I mean, if you've ever thought that it was Cherubin, please write in because I'm at a loss right now. If it's, you've ever believed sad. in life If I ever believed love, that I would have caused this much off of just bringing up a cherub, <laughs> I would have kept my damn mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. All right, boys. So uh, <laughs> I guess it's finally time for us to say, hey, welcome into our Valentine's show. Love. He's in love. He loves it. So does she. <laughs> <laughs> it's consensual. Josh. <laughs> I just wanted to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward silence. <laughs> Anywho. All right, boys. So this is our Valentine's show. Uh, by the time this launches, so we will be within uh, spitting dif- distance of our Valentine's Day. Swap and spit. Swap and spit. Hey, I want to open our, <laughs> our cast with a question. I want you guys to think back to your uh, Valentine's Days of past. And I want you to tell me, what is the most overrated item to purchase someone for Valentine's Day? I want you to think about this, right? When you were younger and even now for your significant others, we're all married here. Uh, mm-hmm. What is that overrated item that maybe you're not going to get, but you see it available for purchase, and you're thinking to yourself, who would ever get that? That's ridiculous. What, what are you guys thinking? I, I've got an answer. Yeah, go ahead. And I'm very passionate about this answer, so it's the oversized stuffed animal, okay? Ooh, A great pick. You know, like... You see them at Walmart. At Mart, yeah, fifty bucks. Sometimes thirty if they're on sale. Well, these for the days, holiday. no one's buying plush. Mm. To be to be fair, yes. Um, but you know, where are you gonna put that thing? It's gonna end up in the basement in the yeah. far corner, and you know what? It's still gonna take up space. And then ultimately, in the basement. goodwill. I, that's exactly yeah. what I was about to say. For, and where it will inevitably go for about a five dollar piece. Now, I'll tell you this. I get a a reasonably sized stuffed animal. If I'm ever away from my wife, Ashley, I do. Like, if I'm I'm somewhere where she's not with me, I do get her a stuffed animal from that place, generally. Um, And it doesn't take up a lot of space. You know, she has a whole shelf of them, and that's fine. You know, but... 
you get the big and you know what? It's always a weird animal. It's like a frog or something. It's like, right. <laughs> come on. Yeah. Sloth. Yeah. Yeah. A sloth. Yeah, they are yeah. I bet sloth. you they do have sloths. They do. That it's was a, actually a really hot topic of uh It's a hot topic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't been there in a while. Wait a minute. Hot that, top, that's still open during COVID? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, sloths are, are actually really big this year. I, I remember looking at Walmart before I came here, and sloths were one of the big... Uh, Stuffed animals. That, that you just buy. makes me sad. So, I Catherine, be aware. Your husband, Josh, has got a giant stuffed sloth <laughs> in the back of the car. Do not go out when he gets home. Don't tempt yes. her. Don't do not do it. What do you think about an oversized Fibber the Lion stuffed animal? Love it. And for the listeners at home, <laughs> we're, we're soon to launch our social media. But Fibber, <laughs> is this outrageous? Just wait and see. I, I can't even <laughs> describe this thing. But Fibber is our logo that has never been revealed. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. If this thing were a stuffed animal, yeah, I'd, I'd get a giant one of it. For 50 I, bucks, uh, steel, really. Fibber needs to go on a diet, man. Hey, Josh. He's, he's, got, he's got a beer gut, and he knows it. Well, so do we. Yeah, except for you, Josh, Josh. If you got a problem with Fibber, you got. I'm even. I'm even wearing a jersey like Fibber is right now. <laughs> He's been that way for years. He just refuses As to if change. I, Josh. If I had to pick someone that looked most like Fibber, it'd be Bob. <laughs> well, that's you know that's real. Great. It's not an insult. It's a spiritual I mean, he looks successor. Great. We may as well just put your face on a shirt for our logo. You, Tim, grab the picture of Bob behind you and put him on Fibber. <laughs> just hang the you know, photo if you frame. you cut my face out of that yearbook photo, it would actually fit on Fibber perfectly. Probably would. Bob, we need more yearbook pictures of you up on the wall. Well, see, this year with yeah. COVID, we might not be doing uh, I know. I'm yeah, pretty bummed about period. that. Which what? is outrageous. I mean, That's we should for, be able to do it. I mean, uh, come easily. on. There, it's just them there. Yeah, it's... it's we keep it apolitical. Is that apolitical? I don't know. It's getting harder every every week. All right, Bob. We what, stay out of it. What do you think about this Valentine's I, I treat think that's this, overrated? I think the oversized stuffed animal is a very good pick. And I, it's a great it's, pick. It's kind of... Do you feel, though, Tim, that it's almost become irrelevant? Like, I feel like the giant stuffed animal was a nice 80s and 90s uh, movie thing. They'd win them at the carnivals for the ladies. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like it's a forgotten art getting the stuffed animal for your for your girl or I, don't know, for, I, I see your point, your... but I see that that bin is only like a third of the way full. Like right, it's when also it gets a third to... of the original price. But <laughs> no, you're right. No, you're not wrong. It, it is still it is still there, and I feel like for noobs on their uh, first Valentine's Day, you always go for the stuffed yeah. animal. You always go for the stuff they want, and um, I could see that point, but uh, yeah. still, no, I agree with you. It's 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 useless, and, yep, um, very much. You know, like you were saying, you know, you, you get the uh, these sentimental ones from your travels and things. Those mean something, you sure. know. The the pink uh, generic bear you bought at the Walmart for fifty bucks means nothing. Yeah. Fifty bucks too. Yeah, it's a waste I mean, well, these days to be fair, probably about twenty five, but nonetheless. What does it mean? Oh, I got you this I've giant bear. Well, I went to Walmart to get it. I used to have bucks. to meet some cough drops, too. So uh, I was just there. But hey, enjoy it. Will you meet him at 40? I think it's about 40 at well, least. I'd say they still go for a buy. I would say maybe 40 is reasonable. Yeah, They're yeah. about 40 when you buy them before Valentine's Day. And then afterwards, like we're talking a day, maybe two or three days afterwards. Yep. They go for like 10 bucks. Well, yeah. I mean, if that. And what girl is... I mean, I don't care if you've... Uh, if you're married, you've been in a relationship for years, or if you're a newlywed, not newlywed, if you're a newly relationshiped, <laughs> then who who's really freaking out when they get that giant pink bear with the with the frivolous 
Tyron's like, like he thought a lot about this. No. Has a that, heart nose. That bear like, came yeah. from the top layer of the Walmart bin of bears. Oh, they he, didn't dig for that. He didn't even dig for the frog or the sloth. <laughs> <laughs> Which is obviously the better choice over the pink bear. Very much. Oh, it, easily. I think anything goes over the bear. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Uh, that's a great pick. I'm gonna um I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna bloom into a new idea here for you. Oh, F- follow if the, he goes with flowers. Fo- follow the seed of this idea, <laughs> if you will. Um, allow the blossoms to truly oh, sink geez. into your Here mind. Here we go. It's the flowers. <laughs> yeah, I knew it. really it. is. It's the flowers. And I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> there's that catchphrase we were talking about earlier. And I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> what do you, like you were saying the value of the stuffed animal goes on the next day. Ah, the flowers look good. You know, you go get these bouquets. You can get them for cheap. You can get them for ex- for an expensive price. You can get them custom. What are you gonna do with flowers ever? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, you're gonna. Do you think she's even gonna them. take them out of the bouquet? You know, they're gonna die in a couple days. Right. It's not like you can go show other people that. It, you're lucky if people go to your home to see those flowers and say, wow, that's a really nice bouquet. Yeah. All right. Uh, a plant is a different story. Yes. Like on Mother's Day, I get my mom some flowers that she can plant. And uh, I could see doing that for Valentine's Day. Like, hey, we could plant this or getting some sort of thing that could be, you know. But I'm talking about those specifically the bouquet. I, I have a defense. Well, I have one defense, too, against my own argument. <laughs> No one new expected cu- this. New couples, it's a formality. You got to uh, get the flowers. That, that it, wasn't it, the same it, one it's, as me. It's useless. Uh, it means nothing, but it is a custom, and you do need to get them early on. I'd say after you're together for a couple months, the flowers mean nothing anymore. Um, right. Well, if, yeah. Maybe a bit, but they're, they're not necessary. There's You know the person by now enough to know, hey, uh, she really likes this snack, or she really likes this mm-hmm. uh uh, whatever I don't know, brand a T-shirt or this movie. I'm gonna get her shirt of it. Whatever. Um, get custom gifts instead of the bouquet of flowers after a few months. Bob, I'm gonna get real deep right now. All right. Okay. You're maybe you're gonna uh, go back to your <laughs> roots. What <laughs> 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 do flowers? All right, fine. <laughs> so struck me as funny. Do the flowers kind of represent? valentine's day as a whole where it's like a fleeting relationship yeah but it's blooming but it's also a fleeting moment tender relationship beautiful yet delicate yes um soft shell lobster no oh yeah picked too early don't you dare die don't you dare mention soft shell lobster to tender now that's what i'm talking about if you got money to spend on a bouquet of 30 dollar flowers that are gonna die in a week you get some nice lobster right you get some nice lobster. That's an underrated part yeah. of Valentine's. <laughs> this is the lobster. If, there's, the if lobster. there's one underrated part of Valentine's Day, Josh, it's that lo- damn lobster. <laughs> it's Josh's favorite part every year. No, you know, I I, I I like I think you have a point there, Tim. I think early on you got to go through these customs. And um, mm-hmm. it's a nice thing saying like, hey, you know, I it, it's kind of a little sign really, right? Like I came here and uh, here's some flowers. You know, I, I, th- I think highly of you. And, um, you know, this is – but. As the relationship carries on, there's no need for these things, especially no. on Valentine's Day um, with an established couple. I, yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, that's my pick. I, I won't buy them probably to this month, this week, and no, uh, or next week. I won't. I won't buy them probably again for a long time. But you'll and, you'll still do something for, for oh for sure absolutely for your wife. I will yeah. absolutely I do something for my wife. But I, she 
won't be any of the flowers. And hey, you know, here's the thing: there's no point in spending that money. That could be a sushi roll from the price chops. It could be a couple yeah. of nippers, and it'd still be better. It could be five nippers, a nice five bottle nippers. of wine. It could be actually. It could be about 15 nippers, to be honest, because yeah. that's about the price of a bottle. Or like Josh said, a sure. pretty solid bottle of wine from a local uh, yeah. winery. That you share over a Valentine's dinner. Yeah. I just think that that would be a way better use of money. I, I, I don't know. That's you're on to something there, Josh. Josh is just a romantic. That's all it is. <laughs> a hopeless romantic. I'll try it. If, you, if you've seen some <laughs> of the things that he's brought in Fibber, the lion. Mm-hmm. It's true. Anyhow, what is your under? What is your? Uh, what's your overrated uh, Valentine's gift here, Josh? It's along the same lines of I think when Valentine's happens, you have a budget, right? And you you really want to treat. Thank you, Ashley. Uh, you really want to treat uh, whoever your Valentine is right. But the problem is, I find jewelry to be mm. overrated. And listen, I I remember the first Valentine's I had with my wife. I. I blew the doors off the <laughs> off the wall here. Then you just need some stronger hinges. My God. I did. Yeah, absolutely. Your breath yeah. took a door down? But here's the thing. I got her uh, it was a, a, a lovely necklace, <laughs> and it was great. But here's – I think the problem is I can't do that every year. And but Josh hates his own <laughs> And while I very much appreciate how much my wife loves that, it's just something that I haven't done since because it was so expensive. I think it's overrated because mm. – there's a lot that I could do. My my wife and I are very into experiences over m- material things, right? We like doing things together. We like having that experience. They're and very grown up. So instead yes. of buying her jewelry, you could have gone and mined that jewel. Yeah, that would we, have been we fun. We could have done anything. We could have uh, gone out of state and stayed somewhere pre-COVID, of course. And how uh, much was this piece of jewelry? <laughs> it was it was enough. My wife listens to this show. You could have gone on a mini vacation for this jewelry, Josh. I I wanted <laughs> I wanted her to feel special for that first one. But after that, well, you know what they say? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Valentine's Valentine's Day. The <laughs> gifts will stay. <laughs> That. No one's ever you heard get, that before. No, that? absolutely not. Well, not the ones. On. <laughs> anyway, I just think that uh, jewelry is a little bit overrated. It's a lot of money. Valentine's is a very expensive holiday. So, like, there's a lot of other things. A nice meal, some flowers. There's a lot that you could do with that. But if you're blowing all your money on this yeah. tiny little part, well, what what's to say what the rest of your night looks like, right? I just think it's a little bit overrated. Now, you know, I, I was going to go with the jewelry when I first was thinking about this because I agree. It's it's overpriced, and, I mean, we're all married, so it's like, yeah, it honestly, it, it's kind of wasting money at that point, and it's nothing to say that, like, jewelry's bad. I'd rather do it for, like, an anniversary or something. And I agree with you. Not like an arbitrary holiday. And I I do consider Valentine's Day an arbitrary holiday. I think it's a great opportunity to show someone that you love them. Sure. For Christmas, for birthdays, for anniversaries, those are the real moments that I think, for me, I'd happily give my wife something that's a little bit You know what you really need to get her, Josh, if you want to, but some might say. That's inappropriate, Bob. You want to get her an autographed. Red, Fred Durst baseball cap. No. The only problem with that is she would think that you were doing it all for the nookie. All right. (laughs) Josh, 
you move on from this right now. Does this idea make you want to break stuff, Josh? <laughs> it makes me want to put a break in the cast. Yeah. Well, let's keep rolling, rolling. Uh, no. He's in a certain kind of mood. Josh, we got to move on. Yes, he is. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to head to our next segment. I hope that's not a toasted biscuit I see over in the no. snack shack. <laughs> He's been shot by Cupid's silly arrow. That's no arrow. Anyway, so we are rebranding again. Yes, because the tonsil tickler sounds a little bit provocative. We liked it, but it was provocative. Some of us liked it. So our next segment is... and I really liked it. Uncle John Snack Shack. What the hell's that? (laughs) I knew it was going to be funny. (laughs) For those of you that don't know, I I think we have to explain this. Yeah, we do. Before every podcast we've done, dating back to the our old fantasy football one. So I'm very fond of my Uncle John. Um, Josh has met him. Bob has not, but he's heard stories. He's an excellent man. Um, probably one of the best men I know, to be honest. Um, but we always, I don't know how this started, even back to our fantasy football podcast days, we have toasted, we say to uncle John before we start our podcast, Josh hits that record button. We always do. And I know that my uncle John loves snacks. So we're going to rebrand it to (laughs) uncle John's snack shack. And what do they say? For copyright purposes. (laughs) What do they say, Bob? Toast to those with the most. And Uncle John does have the most, for yeah. sure. Yes, he does. <laughs> so, to Uncle John. To Uncle John. <laughs> to, to, to Uncle be John. Honest. <laughs> A great man. A great man, yes. <laughs> so, boys, uh, today for Uncle John's Snack Shack, yes, I, I have an assortment of Valentine's Day snacks that you would come across on a typical Valentine's uh, night. We're going to go through. Bob can't <laughs> hold it together. <laughs> We're going to go through and rate these. And the first of which is in front of you, a very Valentine's staple, the chocolate-covered strawberry. Very seductive. Uh, one of the uh, many great treats to have on a hey, Bobby, Valentine's you want to hand, hand me evening. one of those berries? I've provided the boys with strawberries and a dippable chocolate, so they can uh, they can go at it. Mm-hmm. But are these they grown? can go at it. <laughs> are these locally <laughs> these locally sourced for the sake of the cast. Yes. Now, when I take a look at a stra- uh, chocolate covered strawberry, I find that this is the very iconic treat to have on a Valentine's night. Now, does that mean? It is the most uh, fairly rated activity or snack. I think no. Bob's choking on his berry, man. <laughs> He's dying. <laughs> oh, God. Bob is almost leaving the room. <laughs> All right. I'll take this one first. So the ch- <laughs> he, he ate a leaf. That's what it was. I'll, I'll tell you this, folks. <laughs> Bob. Took the the uh, the top off of my strawberry and then proceeded to eat a leaf on his own. So, thank you. Know you know what Bob. they say? What do they say, Bob? Cut no ends for your friends. Ah, oh, God. So, I tried this right now. 
the strawberry and chocolate combo, it's underrated. You know, it you've got the sweetness of the strawberry and almost a little bit of like bittersweet with the chocolate. It, it it's top notch. It's 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 underrated. Would you have preferred this if the chocolate on the outside was not warm, but rather chilled to the point where it formed a shell? I'm not a big no. fan of the chilled. I don't like when I bite in and it like falls apart in my mouth. I get that. It falls all over my, my sweatshirt on my first date, and it's like, oh, oh God, this is terrible. And I look like a, an animal. I feel like an animal. Josh just down like three of them. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to echo your sentiments here. I mean, that's uh, it's underrated. And I think because it's a, it's a heated chocolate, you're kind of dipping it as you go. You know, save the dollar a uh, box of candies. Save yourself the uh, the big stuffed animal. Get yourself a nice locally sourced box of strawberries. Dip it in some heated chocolate. Oh, I could do a dozen more of those easily. I find that if you do it yourself, not only is it more affordable, but I also find it very enjoyable, right? Yeah, that's delicious. You go at it, and, and, and I think the greatest part is if you can't finish a whole plate of chocolate-covered strawberries, you put the cap back on, yeah. you put it back in your fridge, you can have this experience over again. Yeah, it's pretty tasty. And I, it's something that a lot of people, like, it's associated with uh, Valentine's Day in, uh, I don't know, some ways. But, like, I feel like it's kind of overlooked. It, it It's almost, like, perceived to be a fancy Valentine's Day treat. Like, you can go get it at, um, oh, what those uh, chocolate places they had around? There was one over near Best Buy in Farmington for a while. Oh, like Munson's? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I feel like... People usually think that this is going to cost them an arm and a leg, but what you've put together here with a nice uh, heated dipping dipping chocolate and some, you know, strawberries, locally sourced, of course, um, <laughs> has affordable options, very delicious. And, uh, Listen, all together, your, yeah. seven bucks. And that's a good little snack. And, and, and there's a lot of strawberries. It's a pound of strawberries and a little container of chocolate. You don't need to go out to the store and get the already prepped no. ones that have the fancy like powdered sugar on no, them. No, no, no. And as a matter of fact, um, I'd actually prefer this. I sometimes the ones with the hard shell just don't do it. You have this with the heated chocolate, nice bottle of a uh, red wine, like oh, hearty easily. red wine. <laughs> it's gonna be a nice Valentine's, good Valentine's. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> Sorry, Tim, I beat you to it. It had to be said. I mean, that's my favorite line of all time in the office. So, I mean, it's just so heartwarming. <laughs> it is, man. It is. And Josh, for seven bucks, like that's, that's a good deal. Seven you know bucks, what? not bad. And you don't want to be full for Valentine's night, you know. You don't. So, I think it's perfect. It's a nice light yeah, dessert is. because if you're if you're going out for the John Whitcomb special, which is <laughs> <laughs> which is a hard shell lobster, and three perhaps, pounds at least. <laughs> oh God! You don't want to gorge yourself on dessert. You would like something nice, light, mm. flavorful. You could take it at your own leisure. I think that this is an underrated uh, Valentine's Day and dessert. I, I think yeah, you got a good so. deal on this specific one too, because seven bucks that sounds. That sounds like cheap. Well, especially to me. being locally sourced. <laughs> locally sourced. Uh, Josh, wow. You really went all out for this one. You know, I went to the stop and shop down in Winstead. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst stop and shop of all time, for the record. Seven bucks. <laughs> Bob, what the heck, man? So, for the next uh, item on our uh, snack shack here, we have sweet tart oh. hearts. 
Now, these are a box candy, very much like a sweet tart. <laughs> they are in the shape of a heart. And you can find these in the grocery store. These are a very common thing to find in an elementary school Valentine's Day swap attached to one of those old Valentine's Day cards that you give out. With a stegosaurus on it that says, you're dynamite. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Bob, what do you think about these? These, as much as I love these, every year I make the same mistake, and every year I tell myself I won't make this mistake. I love these. These are very underrated. But I always go and get the sweet hearts, which are those chalky-ass ones. Mm. (laughs) And I'm always like, oh, man, they got the sweet tarts, hearts. I and hate I, a chalky And ash. I love them. And I, and I open them up, and it's the chalk ones. And I'm expecting these. But the Sweet Tarts Hearts are one of the most underrated candy treats of Valentine's Day. And I love that they got these little messages on them. I, yeah, I know the chalky ones do too, you cynics. But I love <laughs> you, this one. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yes. You can even give little messages for this. You know what they say? What, what do they say, Bob? Best said with a sugary treat. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, I, mean, I like I like the sweet, I like the tart. I think they're rated fairly, not quite underrated. They are what they are. They're still a little chalky. Yeah, but have you had the sweet hearts ones? I have, and the sweet oh. hearts are great. These what? ones. Oh wait, well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about the ones that are chewy. No, I no, those are um, spree, Josh. Spree ones spree are great. Spree is great. The, the ones I'm thinking of are the traditional one that literally tastes like you're eating a piece of chalk. Like antacids, right? Like Tums? It's essentially, yeah, it's essentially a Tums with a, a Valentine's message on it. <clears throat> uh, are, are you... Uh, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm thinking that they're rated fairly. I'm going to agree with Josh. They're, they're rated fairly. I mean, I get the messages on them. Uh, cute, you know, whatever. Uh, they're a little too, too, um, and I like sour candy, but these are like a little too sour no, for what no. you expect. That's yeah. That's my opinion. No. <laughs> they're interesting. I mean, these are very affordable. They're 75 cents a box. Where did you get these? I got this all at the stop and shop. And That's a good deal. Again. 75 cents. You get a nice box of candy. I think for what it is, you know exactly what it is. It's sweet. It's tart. It's heart. Sweet tart hearts. I love this. We've got a we got a safety warning on this box, all right? Small objects such as hard and soft candies may be inadvertently lodged in the throat. Well, I'll tell you what, this has become lodged in my heart. Thank you, Josh. My pleasure. Very good for you. <laughs> you boys ready for what's up next? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know if it's another back box of these and hell yeah. <laughs> so the next one is a very standard uh Valentine's Day gift. You might give this to somebody. It is the box of chocolates. This oh, one. Why does it have cats on it? <laughs> I God. thought the the cats made a nice uh, a nice little touch. No, Josh. This they is did the not. Russell Stover. It's got about six different chocolates in it. Great. Boys, go ahead. Choose your uh, choose your one. Now, I'll tell you this. I like the variety in a box of chocolates because, like Forrest Gump says, you never know which one you're gonna get. Ah, uh, nope, <laughs> nope. Not a Bob picks out like six of them. So the I'm gonna go right off the bat. I haven't even tasted it yet, but the Russell Stovers, 
<laughs> Pop, how many are you taking? You go to, he's all, here's your flavor guy under there. Great. And you know what? I'm already pissed because I'm not going to take a molasses chew. And All right, fine. I'll take a vanilla cream. But, oh, definitely not coconut cream. Here's the problem. Coconut. I hate coconuts. Anyway, I hate too. They should do away with that whole slot in the box. They honestly should. Who got the caramel? Did someone get the caramel? I got like a vanilla thing. <laughs> I think it's that sprinkled one there. It's the square one. It's always a square. Yeah, that's the caramel. <laughs> and so these are overrated. There's only one good flavor. It's caramel. Mm. I hate the rest of them. My sister Christina would always pick out the caramels in this, and she would eat them all, and then I'd be stuck with a, a coconut mouthful of crap, and I'd spit it out, and I'd be pissed. It would be another sh- crap Valentine's Day. You know, you're you're on to something here, Tim, and I'm sorry. I did the same to you that your sister just did, and I don't apologize yeah. for it. But um, <laughs> Thank um, you. <laughs> you really make me feel better. But you know what? You're, you're 100% right. Mm-hmm. They make this every year. Every year, do you think no. somewhere is there a sense date on this? Since Russell Stowe, since when? when? What's the, what's the date that these ass clowns started making this? Uh, I just see kitties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but cats. And I can't tell us when it was originated. But how long have they been doing this? Long I, I, I've been alive thirty-one years. I can tell you, all thirty-one of those years, I've gotten a box of these, and I've only eaten the caramel. And maybe this other one that I grabbed, I can't remember the name of it. I stole it from Tim because I knew he wouldn't want the coconut. I believe this was the... Is that the chocolate butter cream there? Yeah, it is. So there's two out of maybe... How many were these, Josh? Six. Six. Two out of six that I like. One out of six that I love. Get rid of the the BS. Make it all caramels. And I'll buy... Yeah. I'll buy a dozen of these little uh, heart boxes. That'd be nice. Because they make a damn good caramel one. Caramel, caramel. I keep interchanging, but... I don't want the coconut. I'll I don't even really this. want this cream when I have in my hand. I want another caramel. Yeah. This is why I respect um, Starburst. And I know you have different views, but <laughs> no. they made an all pink pack. They made an all red pack. Like, you know, they, they know that people like certain things. For sure. Russell Stover has never caught on to this. It's like, everybody likes the caramel. Stop putting the coconut cream in there. It's terrible. It's awful. I and here it. And here's where they get you, too, right? You might just say, for the unknown. The Uncle John experienced listener. Well, you silly ass clowns. Why don't you just go buy a box of regular caramels? Well, because the Russell Stover caramel is damn good, and they know it. Right. Very good. They They know you're going to pay the dollar just for that one caramel. Yeah, and they they don't want to do you any favors. They want you to buy six boxes to get six caramels, jerks. Mm -hmm. And you know what they don't either? Is there the flavors on the back? I'm looking at it. No. So every year you're like, I forget what's in there, but I bet it's not as bad as I remember it. It's as bad as you remember it. I'm one of those guys that, and I, I get it, I might be in the minority here, but I like the strawberry cream ones. What and kind the did you get there, cream. Josh? I got this like vanilla thing. It was almost like a marshmallow. But I love like orange and chocolate, right? I like uh. I like fruit and chocolate, right? But when I get a coconut, instantly I'm done. Oh, that's okay. an extra caramel. Well, 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 thank you there, Bob. I just think I agree with everything you're saying. It's overrated because when I buy something for $3, I want it to be consistent. How much was this? It was 3 bucks for six chocolates. <laughs> oh, 
overpriced. <laughs> That's a coconut. He you gave him a coconut. <laughs> Let us not forget the best thing about Valentine's Day: the trickery. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> You're thinking Josh, of what Halloween. Was, what was that quote? <laughs> caramel that I just gave you. <laughs> was it extra caramel? <laughs> By extra, if you mean none, but substituted with coconut, yes. Bob, for those of you at home, Bob just gave me the caramel, uh, not the caramel, the coconut chocolate. And I'll tell you this. And said, listen, it was that, a caramel. That might have been the worst thing I've ever seen anybody do to anyone ever. Because those coconut chocolates are so bad. You can't tell. You can't tell from the outside. <laughs> Despite everything I just said, I'm going to switch my ruling here. What? These are rated fairly. No, Bob. I just had the molasses chew. Bob, I'm cut on my the third crap. of six, and this is fine. Molasses chew? What the hell is a molasses chew? Look, no one knows that. I love Josh very much, but this is Josh's <laughs> own fault. He knew there was he knew there was going to be coconut in there. He knew there were going to be a couple uh, haphazard ones in there. Three out of six isn't bad, and I probably would have eaten the Roman nougat or whatever nougat 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 that I gave to you. So that's four out of six for me. I want to pay three bucks for it, but in most stores, because you stop. Well, Bob, you got to pick your crop of the litter or whatever the cream of the crop. That's what it is. Creme de la crop. The creme de la creme of the box. And I got, I don't know, that vanilla one was all right. That's the thing. Caramel is great. Everything else is just all right. And the coconut's terrible. Molasses chew is pretty good. Oh, no. It's not. More like molasses. Well, compare the it to the caramel. Of Chewbacca. <laughs> Stop. No, <laughs> Bob. Compare it to the caramel. Um, if the caramel's a ten out of ten, that's a solid eight out of ten. Hmm. Hmm. I thought the the uh, marshmallow whatever I had was a seven out of ten. It was very good. How'd These you feel about the coconut, Josh? <laughs> Next, <laughs> worse because he thought it was a caramel. I'm, I'm Even s- though he knew damn well there was one of each in there. There's no extra caramel, Josh. I'm s- I'm still picking bits of coconut out of my teeth. That's you awful. know what they say, I Josh. What do they say, Bob? Fool me once, shame on Josh. <laughs> Fool me twice, shame, shame on, on Josh. Josh. I'll buy another <laughs> Russell Stover's next year. <laughs> That's the thing. We bitch about it, but we all know damn well we're gonna buy we'll another one of these heart flip yep. heart shaped boxes. <laughs> Russell Stover. Hey, wait. I got a little complaint. Huh? Yeah, it's a heart shaped box reference, like Nirvana. Oh, jeez. Oh. Keep all right. Next. All right, I got one last one. <laughs> I think I saved the best for last. Uh, Valentine's is uh, a, a season where red velvet tends to come into play, and thus I'm giving you a red velvet dessert. Mm. It is a oh red velvet whoopie pie. And I, I know how much oh our, uh, our Tim enjoys a red velvet, uh, a whoopie pie of anything. <laughs> no, you you won't. <laughs> Bob just tried to grab two out of three. <laughs> he could grab two out of three because there's one extra. Now he's just made with real Teletubby meat. <laughs> <laughs> Pow! <laughs> now I'm gonna tell you a quick story <laughs> while you guys are laughing. All right. So <laughs> now that this is rebranded as Uncle John's Snack Cabinet. My first whoopie pie that I ever, ever had 
was when I was staying with my Uncle John for a week, he went and got me a whoopie pie. It's one of my favorite things that ever happened. So it's just very ironic that you would bring a whoopie pie to this taste test. Now, red velvet whoopie pies rated fairly. And why, and why, why only fair to him? Because whoopie pie should be chocolate and uh, and frosting. It's... Red velvet's a little much, to be honest. I, I, I don't like the flavor of red velvet. Never have. It's sticking in my mouth, as you can hear, probably. Would you would you say that the sun from Teletubbies oh, is, come a, on. is a cherub? <laughs> no. Josh? The, the sun is a straight-up baby from Teletubbies. But is it a cherub? No. There's no wings on that baby. It's just a laughing baby in a yellow sun. <laughs> That's all it is. He controls the Teletubbies. He doesn't control them. Teletubbies do what they want. You've been watching that show. All the Teletubbies do is say hello. No, they make Tubby Custard, damn it. Which is the feeling in this. Oh, I didn't see that episode. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But, yeah, overrated because of the red velvet. It was a regular, regular... um, Whoopie pie. Whoopie pie here. I would have, you know... My favorite dessert. I would have been underrated because people don't give them enough respect. But this is this is a little too. It's a little too sweet with the red and the velvet. I think. I'm struggling here because I want to rate this fairly. You, you go to a stop and shop bakery. You buy this. You know it's going to be very sweet. You know you're not getting your local bakery quality, mm. and you know the the red velvet's going to throw a little uh, like Tim said curveball in it. Yep. The problem is, I can actually taste the crunch of the sugar while I bite through the cream. That's exactly what and, I was going to say. And that is an issue. And, and you know what? It's not an issue with uh, whoopie pies in general. It's an issue with stop and shop whoopie pies. Yeah. This, this is frosting. It's not it's kind not of that good. cream. It's even in the crunchier. Inside. It's actually kind of disturbing. See, the whoopie pies I'm used to from Maine, a shout out to Uncle John once again. <laughs> but like what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> he would say that to these because they're, they're almost like a mixture of like you know fresh like homemade whipped cream and frosting yeah this is not homemade no there's nothing homemade about it it's 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 overrated it's terrible going back uh, to what i said I mean, earlier thanks for going to the trouble to buy them josh but it's awful i, I you know I, I i had you in mind but i get it and i 100 percent agree when you're biting into this and there's a noticeable crunch of the sugar, that's yeah. not the whipped cream that should be no. in a whoopie pie. It's that graininess, yeah. It is. It's it, downright grainy. It tastes like they opened up a, uh, a packet of frosting and let it kind of sit out in the air for a little while, get mm. it, let it sail up a bit. At least 17 minutes, yeah. And, you know, I don't think the quality yeah. of the, uh, the actual cake itself is bad, but I think what's inside it, it's just hard. It's hard to, hard to stomach. And if it yeah. was made out of Teletubby meat, that would not be fresh, <laughs> locally sourced. That no. would have been like a dead side of the road Teletubby that they tried to bake up. That's that's disgusting. <laughs> that's overrated. I hate to say it. I wanted to like that so much. Yeah. And I, I do appreciate you getting these, Josh. But <laughs> I, I never I want to eat another one again. No. What are we going to do with that last one? Again. That oh, can go home. Go in the garbage. Make it a prize for one of your students tomorrow. I don't know. Any more of those sweet tarts, though? 
There's certainly more strawberries. That with a sweet tart. Yeah, I'll take the. I'll take a few there too. Here's a nice yellow for you. I don't like those, but I'll still take it over like whoopie pie. All right, guys, let's move on from that unfortunate experience to our final segment of the night. Rated fairly, you get what you expect. When it comes time for Valentine's Day, especially the end of the evening, we all have certain ideas on our minds, but... In order to get to those certain ideas, we have to endure one of the greatest things out there, a romantic comedy to appease the likes of whoever is watching. Now, Well, you know what they say, Josh. Yeah? What do they say, Bob? Watch (laughs) the show if you want to (laughs) go. That's exactly what I'm saying. So (laughs) when we're talking about romantic comedies, a very interesting genre, funny, romantic, as in the name. But what is the most underrated romantic comedy out there boys i'm curious to see what you have to say i know my answer tim what are you thinking josh this is an easy question for me um i've always been a fan of this movie ever since i watched it when i was younger it's uh jennifer garner's 13 going on 30 oh That's mark ruffalo comedy it absolutely 100 is a romantic yes, comedy absolutely oh, Christ, explain all right, I'll explain. So this this starts off with Jennifer Garner is a, a younger girl, thirteen. Um, with, Let me guess, she's going on thirty. Uh, kind of, Bob, and I'll tell there you why. There she goes <laughs> on thirty. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> so so anyway, she she makes a wish on this magic dust on a present on her birthday, um, and her like. Her fatter, younger friend is like her best friend at Wait that point. She Bob. makes a wish on a magic present. It's a it's, it's a, a romantic magic. comedy. This, this yeah. is what happened. Come on, God! Well, I mean, I can't wait to hear yours. Jeez. <laughs> so, so anyway, she, she has her fatter, younger friend, and like these popular girls just like make fun of them like the whole time. She makes a wish, and she's like, "I wish I was thirty. Like, and she ends up being thirty, and. She it just Bob. It's a romantic comedy. It's not like we're <laughs> we're not discussing like great movies here. I, the problem is I don't see the comedy. Well, it's it's funny along the way, Bob. Funny how? Funny. <laughs> it's a romantic comedy. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> so anyway, she ends up being thirty. She she's grown up to a life of uh of of turmoil where she's in an advertising company um and like she's having a real tough time and she seeks out this friend that she forsaked when she was 13 because she wanted to impress the popular girls and this guy he's she goes to this guy who is Mark Ruffalo great actor incredible hulk yes incredible actor <laughs> and and so like she goes to him and he doesn't even remember her basically when she first goes to him he's like he's like uh why are you here basically and it's because they didn't talk after that 13 year old birth so they reconnect wow they so reconnect nice. and uh, it, that's that's the romantic comedy part of it bob is that they reconnect after this horrible situation with 13 uh, year olds. <laughs> uh, no. Bob disagrees with this whole. Fine. The reason Mark Ruffalo forgot her 
was because he forgot the whole plot of this movie. He took no. this role for a quick paycheck, and as they were filming him, he's like, wait, what? He doesn't appreciate it. It's a it's an underrated romantic comedy. I I would I would watch it again. I'm gonna call it rated fairly. I've seen this movie. Thank I, you. I remember it. It is what a romantic comedy needs to have. Is it great? No. But it does have that type of there are some comedic moments. Yep. Sure you can laugh at a few of them. Maybe not over the top. Sure. But at its core, you have this balance of comedy and romance. That I would almost say is a little bit more romance than comedy. Maybe 60-40. I'll give it a rated fairly. But it doesn't matter at that point. It's a romantic comedy, Bob. This this is what you're not getting. We're rating romantic comedies. It's not your favorite genre of movie. You know? Oh, no, I get it. <laughs> I mean, Oh, I get it. <laughs> a quick question to you guys. Yes. When the wives suggest, let's watch a romantic comedy, what what ends up coming across your mind, right? I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm a fan. Oh, no. I'm actually a fan of these. And <laughs> Paul Carpuck, what are you doing? <laughs> that's that's the normal uh, response. But I'm a fan. I don't I don't mind them. They're okay. You know, I, I I I'll watch them through and I'll be fine. I'm not like upset that I'm watching a romantic comedy. It is a comedy. Yeah, at its core, I don't mind that. Comedy is a great genre to watch. You know. It's great, and chances are most of these romantic comedies have some actor which I can appreciate. Sure, and, and I, I can I can roll with. Right? Is it my favorite thing to watch? No, but I recognize that generally speaking, it's a midway point between what my wife wants to watch and what I would generally want to watch. What's your favorite romantic comedy actor, Josh? It's Tom Hanks, hands down. <laughs> what, <laughs> dude? Tom Nothing Hanks to make the ladies sweat like Castaway. <laughs> That is not a romantic comedy. Or the Bob. terminal. Oh God. I don't think Bob understands the genre. I think that's the problem. I understand the genre. Dude, it's <laughs> like It's so, romantic, Bob, and it's a comedy. So I actually had this conversation with Catherine last night because yes or the other day we were watching uh the Ground, terminal. Groundhog's Day. <laughs> oh. And when I was doing research for this <laughs> the worst it would have to be a comedy to be a romantic comedy groundhog's day is a test of will to see if you cannot smash somebody's face in the room now bob you're watching the movie with but like bill murray is not the type of actor that you want to see in a romantic comedy ah bob you're missing the bigger problem here and that's the fact that they watched it a day after (laughs) actual groundhog's day yeah It was pretty great. I'm not Terrible. Lie. <laughs> they had a whole marathon on. They played it. I at hate you. <laughs> Why are you the way you are? <laughs> you watch Groundhog's Day. You admit it right now. You watch it because of Groundhog's Day. Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> Bob. Bob. <laughs> All I'm saying is the, the whole point you know what of they me. Say, <sighs> what do they say, Bob? Bad movie. No groovy. I never said that. (laughs) All I'm saying is I bring up this movie because it's one of those things where I find it to be more of a comedy more so than a romantic comedy. There's nothing funny about that movie. (laughs) It's a terrible movie. I agree with Bob. It's so bad. I actually think it's rated fairly. I like it. I'm just saying. (laughs) 
Do I think it's a great romantic wait. comedy? No. I'm just saying. That's wait, not wait. the problem at this point. The no, pro- the problem at this point is that we were going most underrated. Well, well what I was <laughs> trying to isn't even in that. <laughs> what the hell happened here? I think, okay, my, my, my choice, let me, let me defend it here, was. <laughs> rewind, rewind. Yeah, rewind. Are you I'm picking s- Groundhog's Day as your no, best I, romantic No, I am okay. not. I was trying to prove to you that okay. there are certain romantic comedies that because oh. of the blend of actors are not a good romantic comedy. It was a point on top of his point. That I don't find problem. Bill Murray to be this like, oh my gosh. Wow, it is a romantic comedy, and here's this romantic actor, Bill Murray. Like, but you just said you preferred him in a romantic. No, comedy. no, I said I preferred Tom Hanks. Are you attracted to Groundhogs? <laughs> Are you attracted to Tom Hanks? <laughs> Tom Hanks is a great actor. <laughs> he didn't say no. <laughs> he didn't. My my choice was uh, you've got mail. I thought that was a pretty good romantic comedy and i don't know if you guys remember it that's it was, not a bad one bob it, it was in the 90s I'd be lying if i said i was digging meg ryan i'm not <laughs> and here's the thing you don't need to dig meg ryan to understand like you've got mail you've got better options <laughs> <laughs> bob you're uh, mi- I, all right bob you're bob misunderstanding the i think you are and I'm you're not. denying it but you're misunderstanding the romance. Like these aren't great movies. No, they're not. Like, we're no, arguing. They're not. We're arguing the underrated of the worst genre of movie here. What you're essentially trying to sell me on now uh-huh. is that <laughs> I'm trying to help you. <laughs> you should. How am I going to phrase this? A piece of crap's not always a piece of crap if it's got a little corn in it. No, it's still uh, well, a piece of crap. You can't tell me just because these movies are supposed to be bad, they're good. And I'll just prove it once Josh finishes his point here. I understand this genre perfectly fine. All right. And you followed that argument up with trying to get Josh to explain to me, and he just went on a Groundhog's Day tangent. <laughs> that, that was a horrible choice. <laughs> This is a note to future Josh while editing. If we ever have a moment where we are doing a clip show where we're doing our greatest moments, I need this to be on the show. <laughs> All I'm saying is Bob doesn't understand the segment. I understand the segment. Here, here's what I'm saying, right? Disclaimer. When I look at a movie like You've Got Mail, you have romance, you have comedy. You've There's, got mail. Exactly. You, <laughs> you've got it all wrong. Yes, I got him. <laughs> There's the right ratio of what you're trying to watch. You have Tom Hanks being silly. You have the romance quality. You have everything that a good romantic comedy needs. Do I, I get have, what he's saying? Do I have my faults with the movie? Absolutely, <laughs> sure. I do. And you the, will with any romantic comedy. There are logistical things in the movie that drive me nuts. Because mm. when I watch a good romantic comedy, what I notice first off is how the hell do they not understand that they're into each other, right? Right. That's and, the problem. <laughs> and I'm watching this going, I know exactly where this movie's gonna go, and I'm super mad. That one of them doesn't get it because they could have they could have saved me an hour and a half if they just realized it right here. But don't no, worry, that does not make the that's movie. the Josh, purpose. They get it Josh. in the end. And also, if you're watching a romantic comedy from the '90s, the hallmark of it was the second they fall in love, the movie's over. Mm. Bob, I think it's time for you to tell yeah, us. Yeah, Bob, yours. let's hear yours. 
I've been waiting for this moment. I bet oh, you have. I, I can't wait. <laughs> the most underrated. I actually have three, but I'm going to pick the best <laughs> fine tooth, fine-tuned one out of this. Fine-toothed? <laughs> well, fine-toothed. It's Groundhog's fine Day. Tuned. Pick or choose. I got fine teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you bring that, that movie up one more time, Josh. <laughs> and I'm going to eat the rest of that chocolate. No one's stopping you, Bob. <laughs> All right. The most overrated. Uh, sorry, underrated. <laughs> <laughs> the most overrated is the Groundhogs. The most underrated romantic film, romantic comedy, if you will. Yep. Rom com. Laugher of Love. I've never even the, heard of it. The the Amore of uh It's not the name, he's action. still just going. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> the the uh the hilarious heart, if you will. Ah, stop. I bet you he's gonna say the wedding singer. <laughs> No. That's but, an excellent point, though. It was one of the top three. The first one is 51st Dates. Great, great pick. Great. All right, so don't tell me Sandler I don't understand route. the genre here. You say a good romantic comedy involves characters who don't know it. Well, the Sandman, Adam Sandler, plays this, as he inexplicably does in every one of his, a playboy, a beautiful playboy. I don't know how. A beautiful playboy. <laughs> who's you know, Adam Sandler. And as always, and as always, friends with Rob Schneider, who goes around <laughs> who pl- playing <laughs> playing these women, playing them. And he here's the thing where you're wrong, Josh. He knows right away that he's into the now, Cameron. Now, Bob, I know for a fact he plays Cameron, a man has, in that uh, movie. Barry, Drew Barrymore. But he knows right away he's into the Drew. And you know what the most touching thing about that is? I don't have to try to talk myself into liking it like you do with the Meg Ryan. Or like Tim does with this uh, Mark Ruffalo forgetting his lines thing. <laughs> and Jennifer Garner. I, I don't care about this Gardner you speak of. Gardner! But, but what you got to love about that is the sand, with no strings attached, realizes the woman he loves will never recognize him in the morning. Mm-hmm. Where what is more heartbreaking than that, and what is more heartfelt than this, and what is more true to love than the the Sandman realizing, I'm gonna make this work. The man spends his life every day creating a VHS tape for this woman to let her know what her life is, what and then he recreates his relationship with her every day. No, no, no. He creates one no, tape no, no, at the no, end. No, no, one no. tape. You don't think nah, he, he updates, you don't think he updates it. that? He updates it. Does he? Yes, of course. He no, it. I think the end was the last tape No, no, no. He made they had the a rest. kid. He updated yeah, it. He, how are you not going to update it, Tim? Every right, now and then maybe he has a rough day. It. Okay, he, pl- he replays it, but it's not date. It's not every week. All right, I guess he updates it every time like the kid's yeah. growing up. I uh, probably that. more often than that. I didn't even think about the that. The guy likes peanut butter cups in his eggs, though. Well, and that's another can, thing. Can, can you define awesome. that? You want to bring in the comedian, the comic element. There. Do you remember that old guy in the bar who keeps saying really nasty things when Sandler's like, like there's a part where he's where like he's crying and he's like, looks like a stupid asshole to me. Like there, there's just these really great. Non sequitur parts that make you burst out laughing. And uh, listen, I'm going to interrupt you. You don't think this is better than 13 going on 30? It absolutely is. Okay. And, you know, I wasn't, and honestly, like, I didn't even think of, like, Sandler films as, like, a romantic comedy. I just think of Sandler films as Sandler films. And that's fine. If I were to go back and pick one, it would be a Sandler, it, w- it would be The Wedding Singer. Well, The Wedding for me, Singer you know? is a better 
made a more realistic romantic comedy. Yeah. But the little bit of extra cheesiness in, in um, 50 First Dates kind of gives it that little extra push. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Wedding Singer is a way better movie um, in every sense of the word. Sure. But I think Great if we're talking it. about, I think it's because of that, it's rated fairly. I think Fifty First Dates, whether you're talking about it as a Sandler movie, a romantic comedy, a comedy, whatever, is often overlooked and very underrated because it could fit in so many categories. I think. Yeah, and especially romantic comedy. Listen, I was gonna pick Fifty First Dates, and I ended up going with uh, You've Got Mail. But I agree with you, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I just think you in chose. Terms- Poorly. <laughs> you know what I, they say. I think there's a balance, right? You need to have some silly moments, and s- the Sandman does it better than most, right? Oh, yeah. But yeah. there are also some very kind of heart-wrenching moments that rom-coms do have. Sure, yeah. That, you know, fill in that romantic side. And the Sandman does that as good as anyone can. He he does. Now, now listen, is he going to have that most the, the most serious take on it? Maybe not. But he does enough to prove that it is for romance. Yeah. He has not seen Uncut Gems. Oh, well, that's, that's a very romantic comedy. But <laughs> here's the thing. And, and also, you know, not to be uh, overlooked either, is you, know, you look back and, you know, part of a romantic comedy is, is kind of goes back to that whole f- bouquet of flowers thing, right? Sure. You know, okay, yeah, you know, now you, every now and then you watch a romantic comedy with your wife. It's good. But... The romantic comedies really play a, a role early on in the relationship, mm-hmm. and it, if you're if you're going over you have the bouquet of flowers or chocolates, you're trying to have a good night, maybe you know get a little fun going on, maybe get a little romance going on. If you go too deep down that romantic thing where it's almost borderline drama, you can be feeling a little weird after. You need some slapstick comedy in there, and that's why you can't go wrong with the Sandman. He won't steer you wrong. Have you seen 13 going on? 30? I haven't, and I never will. All right. <laughs> I, I think you should watch it. I've surpassed both of those ages, and I have no desire to see this. Well, now you can look at it in hindsight on both ends. I'll look at it in my hind end sight, rip a fart, and oh, never think God, of it God. again. That's disgusting. <laughs> I hate toot, it, Josh. Toot, This train moves on. <laughs> 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 on that note, Boys, I think this has been a great cast. Any last thoughts for those uh, who are getting ready for Valentine's? It's the Valentine's season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hearts are going all over the Teletubby land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Josh, was that really actually poe meat? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Filled with tubby custard. Well, I think what I've learned from this cast is... That Valentine's Day is overrated in general. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. It's um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's so much to be said about this. I, I I stick to what I've said about pretty much every segment so far. For the for the new or the new people, the people in new relationships, Valentine's Day is important. Sure, and it's a way to say like, hey, where do we stand? Uh, let me kind of sh- prove to you I can do a little <laughs> finesse and romance. When you're married, like the three of us are, and 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 I'm not discounting that you need to be romantic in your relationships, but why force it in a day? Like if you can't yeah. find a nice night with your wife to watch a funny movie and have some nice snacks and stuff on a on a weekly basis, let alone a yearly basis, mm. yeah, I don't need a a, a a a greeting card or a box of uh, coconut chocolates to tell me that. Oh, God. And I yeah. sure sure as hell don't need those 
uh, moon pie, whoopie pie things you bought, Josh. <laughs> One of the best things I ever had happen to me on Valentine's Day is Ashley made me a heart-shaped steak. Ooh. Oh, it was one of the best Valentine's Day I've ever had. There you go. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's that's a nice one. It also re- represents what steak does to your heart, which is nice. <laughs> what you know that uh, ruins your heart. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but well, I don't think that was what she was going for. Nah. Either way, delicious steak. Had a great night. Loved that Valentine's. Oh Day. yeah. I think Valentine's Day should be one of many days that you have with your significant other to just you know have fun and celebrate what makes you a unique couple just celebrate the love josh just (laughs) celebrate the love is right it's like president's day no it's not (laughs) well yeah no bob do you only be a president on president's day Uh, all right i see your connection there so do you only celebrate cherubs on valentine's day oh full circle okay cherubin no, cherubim. Bim. That's garbage. It's cherubin. <laughs> That's another thing I've learned. Cherubin as opposed to cherubim. It's cherubim. That's just dumb. I'm, I wish it was cherubin. I learned I'm going to have a stomach ache for the rest of the night. Yeah, what was the sugar content of that damn pie? Too much. 73%. Uh, I'm going to puke. <laughs> okay, very good. All righty, guys. Well, <laughs> thanks again for listening to another episode of the Overrated. Underrated. Orated fairly. Oh, so fair podcast. <laughs> Buy a bouquet of flowers. Don't do it because it's overrated. overrated. See you next week. Underrated, rated fairly. Oh, so fair.